0: No one could have comprehension and retention at that speed. No one. I did, Dr. Angelo. As
1: a matter of fact, I think my retention is better at higher speed. Normal speed was only putting me to sleep.
0: That's impossible. Do you want
1: to test me? All right.
2: All right. I'd like to... I'd like to give you a test as well buddy uh you might hear crickets right now that's just not the audience it's because we're recording this in a pumpkin patch it's halloween people it's also wednesday it's 11 p.m eastern standard time okay it's 1105 but really who's counting other than the computer and me because i have to be here on time out in the pumpkin patch, it's Halloween. Figured, uh, I figured, you know, why not do the show straight from the pumpkin patch? We could do a whole bunch of, those, those are, those are crickets. I'm not eating any of them right now. Um Let me get more into the pumpkin patch here. There we go. Now I'm really in there. Some dirt is really, ugh, it's muddy. It's muddy out here. Yeah, this pumpkin patch is in Brooklyn. Now, I knew I was going to be outside all night, so I, I was like, I, "I gotta, I gotta warm up." It, it was raining in New York the past three days. I think uh, Ian, Ian has come through. It it's it just hovered over. Thank goodness the winds weren't that bad, but boy, oh boy, past three or four days it was just raining out. Um, so I knew it's going to be wet out in the pumpkin patch tonight. Tell you guys some scary stories, because it's uh, October, you know, Halloween's coming. It's the best time for the scary stories. So I figured we'd have a scary story call-in line. If you'd like to give a call and share a scary story, 917-719-5923. If you call right now, it'll be a voicemail message, because I didn't open the phone lines yet. It's very hard to open the phone lines from the pumpkin patch. But I'll figure a way. But going back to my previous statement about being outside in the cold, I wanted to warm up, so I made some coffee. So I had a bunch of coffee at about uh nine thirty, ten o'clock, and I put a whole bunch of THC oil into there. Mixed it with the was it the MTC? That MTC eight MCT eight oil. You know, I like that bullet, what is it, bulletproof coffee? Whatever the fuck that shit is. Actually, I just had some, but with some THC involved as well. So tonight, in about, I'd say about an hour, I might turn into a, a puddle. I might get in the fetal position in the pumpkin patch, legs up, and uh, pretty much pray for the great pumpkin to come and take me away. So I'm drinking water tonight. I got a big old uh, thermos of water. Uh, I'll probably still be smoking too. Diane, is there still weed out here? M C B D B T B D P T B D B T B D B H oily oil 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 oil. See see all. Yeah, we got a big show tonight. Some strong water. Um. I should actually do reviews of all the. Gosh darn products I. I I've purchased over Amazon. You know how long it took me to find a, a decent water filter? <sighs> no I'm not taking. Satoshi's. I'm not taking SATs yet. I haven't set up no digital. While that. To get the SATs. Coming in. Um. Took a long time to get like a proper water filter. I, I installed one under the under the sewer, so it would be like out of the way. Because I had this I had this water filter that would sit on top of the sink. It would be attached to the sink. Uh, it was called like Aqua Filter. I forget what it was called. And when you turn the water on, if you hit a switch, the water would be diverted through there. Um, the thing is that took up a lot of space on the damn counter and had tubes going all gosh darn place. And after a while, it would just get it would. It was a pain in the ass. I was like, fuck this. Let's get a different I um, was th- 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 get a different water filter. So, uh, then I was like, how about I get like one of the under-the-sink ones? So you get the thing, you plug it in, you attach it to your cold water. And every time you use your sink, all the water that comes out goes right through the filter, which is shitty because uh, after about two weeks, your water starts to just drip out of the faucet. Like, hey, you want some water? Fuck you. Guess what? You can't have any water. It's just not going to work unless you want hot water. Then the hot water is going to come out like fucking fire because there's no cold water to mix in with it because it's going through the filter and the filter's all clogged up with fucking tampons and and fat fat burgers or whatever the fuck they call it. Anyway, I'm cursing a lot. Probably going to start to curse and slur a lot more as the show goes on. But um, yeah, somebody mentions the Berkey filter, which is just a giant charcoal thing um, apparently it, it it's not, it doesn't meet some certain standards, but either way, I, I could have went with the Berkey, but that just seems too big, and also I like cold water, so I'm not going to put a Berkey in my refrigerator, uh, so, um, so I went with, I forget, I forget what the name of it, it's, um, it's a certain, it's a certain one, like, it's kind of like a, it's like a Brita, but it's not a Brita, I should, uh, I should tell you the one that I got, actually, because uh, I do, I do like the product, usually... Um, with these, uh, with the uh, the drip ones, it usually takes fucking forever. But this one goes pretty fast, and it cleans the water decently, and it's got a nice handle, uh, and it's easy to refill. I-, I would give this this Amazon product a, a, a three star, three thumbs up. Let's see here. Well, I mean, let me do a search, water filter. See what I see. What this is called? It's the Water Drop, two hundred gallon. 200 gallon life chubby 10 cup what chubby 10 cup water filter picture with one filters it's not safe for work certified five times the girth reduces fluoride chlorine and more it doesn't it's not it's um, it's not doing reverse osmosis or nothing but um it is the water drop 200 gallon that's the one that i went with um it's it's pretty good uh i'm gonna say i'm gonna say it's good pretty good uh, why not yeah i know start the show off uh reviewing uh products uh well drinking that water right now out of a giant uh yeti yeti cup here got a, a yeti thermos the the yeti thermos does a good job keeping your water cold or your coffee hot Uh, Maybe I drink THC and I start chilling stuff. I should work for um, the Home Shopping Network. That'd be cool. That's a cushy job. Hey, look at this shirt. You wear that shirt. Sometimes you just need a shirt. This shirt costs this much money. It's a great price. Small batch. For you, specially made. Buy three. Um... Yeah, we got, we got a lot of scary stories tonight. Mystery Man. Mystery Man came through. I'm trying to expand my horizons from... Uh, here, Trey. Uh, hey, what's going on, Fuzzy Nomad? Uh, if anybody wants to join the chat, uh, I interact with people when it's live. I also interact with people when they're dead. Um... No, I mean, like, after the show, too, but it's not... uh, If if you want to go into the chat, you can go to nicktherat.com and click on Social and find out all the ways you can talk to me live. There's even a phone number, which is 917-719-5923. You give that a call, you can leave a message anytime. Uh, Sorry, I had a burp. Uh, Yeah, you can go into the chat room, the Discord, the IRC, or the Twitch chat. They all combine. It's, um... Or orgyistic. I think I hit this issue once before, too. Um, Either way, scary stories coming up later. Great music as well as in every show. Handpicked. Handpicked. Straight from SoundCloud. There is a weird smell down here, actually. You know, you know, an issue I've been hitting lately. This is another uh, product review, but it's on my mind, so I got to talk about it. Um, um, like uh, bathroom stuff, like um, like a toilet bowl cleaner, the scrub brush, and the um, the plunger. Now, how do you how do you how do you keep these? Do you just buy new ones every week? How often do you are you supposed to get um, a new scrub brush or a new a new plunger, or, or are you supposed to throw it away after each each use? It's like it if you're using these products it's usually um it usually involves um like uh f- a fecal fecal matter so if you're jabbing stuff straight into some to fecal fecal matter what do you do after you're supposed to wash the brush in your dishwasher ugh <laughs> get A life straw, I guess. The, he drink. Yeah, he make everything filtered with a life straw. It just look like a tool with it. And are you supposed to like toilet bowl scrubbers? Come disposable for a fact, and five packs. Another discount. Like, there's got to be a, a better way to get get the the shit out the uh, the to scrub your your toilet down and um. Man, that's the worst too when you're like when your toilet's clogged and you got your your plunger going in there. Also if if you have a plunger that's only like half a plunger, go go get your like the double the double plunger. It looks like a football. Those things those that that's how you that's how you do it. Those are the best plungers, man. Like after I, I upgraded to the plunger with like the, the, the football sized plunge head shit changed my life. Yeah, I usually go a lot, a lot of clog toilets because a lot of fur comes off my ass when I'm taking shits and stuff. It's... Anyway. Um, what, uh, Night City 2097 by Elixir Zone. We'll be right back with some more scary... Uh, happy Halloween! song just kind of petered out a little bit oh sitting on the stem of that pumpkin that felt good ah all right people let's talk about something really really scary the overwatch 2 came out where's my weed Nobody wants to know about Overwatch Two. Basically, they just made Overwatch One free to play, and they made the audio quality better. So, if you ever wanted to play Overwatch, well, now you now you can for free. People, I think this is the first game uh, Blizzard's ever given out uh, given out for free. Very strange. That was a good song. I did, I did, uh, it was, it made me feel sweaty. Felt like I was, uh, behind the wheel of a car, sweating, driving really fast. But then it kind of just evaporated in the end. It needed, I think it needed a stronger ending. Alex or Zone, if you're listening. But uh, thank you for creating that music. It's all found on SoundCloud. You go to my likes, Nick the Rat uh, on SoundCloud. Go to likes and you can find out. All the songs that are going to be on the, tonight's episode, you could go there now and ruin, ruin the experience. Or you could just wait till I actually play it. But if you want to go there later, it's all there. It's all free. You could use it for your own stuff. CC 3.0. Buy something. Um. Uh, Diane, can you give me more more water? Yeah, I'm about to smoke smoke this uh, weed out of this pumpkin stem over here. Oh yeah, man the 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 oils are definitely gonna be soon. Tm. Uh, ah. uh, hold on a second here. I got people dying of voltage. You know who died? Jim, uh, Kim Jong, Kim, Kim Jong, uh, Ji? This is really a basic artist. Kim Jong-ji? Kim Jong-ji. K-I-M-J-U-N-G-G-I. Rest in peace, legend. The mother... That guy was an artist. If you ever want to see something insane... Google search him. And watch what he did. Watch what he do He was 47 He was getting on an airplane And had a heart attack I saw the, I saw it in the news And I was like First I saw the Kim Jong part And I was like Holy shit Things are going nuts It's the Great Reset no, it's the artist. Incredible artist. He he like, you can give him a blank wall, and he'll take a pen, and he'll draw like a, a scene from World War Two perfectly. That he just came up with in his mind. It's uh, quite amazing what he could do. And uh, he's gone. Enjoy it while you got it, people um uh, keep keep on doing stuff why it's not like you can regret it anyway once you're gone you're gone right uh, let's not go there um uh, have fun though be nice be be nice have fun it's with the they should have that sign in, like the doctor's office when you're coming out of your uh coming out of your your mother. Trey, be nice. Have fun. What are we talking about over here? Oh, scary, scary story. I don't have the phone lines open yet. Are the phone lines open, Diane? No. Um, We do have some voicemails, though. Can we play a voicemail? What is this? Can we play another voicemail?
1: Nick, honey, this is Miss Menora from the synagogue again. Nick, my darling, I'm so sorry that this has taken so long, but Rabbi Bitesbitstein is having some apprehensions about your um microcircumcision. He said that due to your uh, petite size, you know, your compact nature. Nick, I'm saying you're smaller than a broken needle. So due to your broken needle, he only feels comfortable about performing the procedure if you can sustain an erection throughout. Can you sustain an erection throughout, honey? You can look at Miss Minora for encouragement.
2: Just having the guy stand over me with that blade... Don't worry, I'll be be good to go. That's some uh, Jeffrey Dahmer shit. Is that like an advertisement for Jeffrey Dahmer? Caller? Jeez, this is a scary story calling line. And so far we haven't heard one scary story. The show has just begun. Trust, There's scary stories coming. And I'm sure somebody will call in when I open the phone lines. In my heart. What? But um, this is what we're gonna do here. We're gonna um, we're gonna probably listen to another song, then we'll come back, thank some people. I mean, maybe you know what? Maybe I should just just do a scary story right now. Fuck it, right? I think we should hear. This st- is this is a, this is a uh, 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 uh uh That's the whole point. Let's just let's just listen to let's just let's listen to let. Well, <laughs> D- Diane, do we have a scary, a scary story here?
3: This is Mystery Man. I'm going to tell you a horrifying story tonight about Bigfoot. This story was written by me. Nobody else. No computers. No artificial intelligence. Well, I guess I recorded this to a computer, so fuck me, you know? Anyway, this story is about artificial intelligence... The dangers of it, and Bigfoot, of course, and, uh, and uh, of assault, uh, there will always be assault on Bigfoot Assault. The year was 2022, the month, the date, the day, the time, all that's relevant. but it was a Saturday night, late at night, about. One in the morning. Bobby... was using his computer. He just built it. He felt like... he was on top of the world. He got all the right pieces. Popped that sucker together. He even told his girlfriend that, uh... he wouldn't be available this weekend because he had to install Windows and run updates. Find the right firmware for his motherboard and graphics card and make sure he had the proper RAM and made sure it was seated correctly and oh let's not get involved with those front panel wires that are so fucking small. Why can't they just make those bigger? Mystery man will never know. Well Bobby got his system up and running. He installed Chrome and Firefox and whole bunch of other bullshit he probably wouldn't never even use or need anyway and he loaded up uh the web he was looking at the World Wide web and he was he was amazed at what technology could do so he slapped up a search and he was looking for some new technology that would blow his fucking mind that he could run by himself and his house while he was doing the search, he decided to call his uh, girlfriend, who didn't pick her phone up. He was a little worried because she said she was going to be home doing nothing, and and James was definitely not going to come by that night, and she was just going to be completely free and wanted to see me, Bobby, and uh, now she wasn't picking her phone up. He was a little, a little worried, but... Uh, Continued on searching the internet for stuff and you're doing a whole bunch of searches using DuckDuckGo and Bing and having fun. He came across He came across some new artificial intelligent graphic building technology algorithms that ran right inside of his browser. Did it use JavaScript? Did it run in a window? He didn't really know, but all he knew is that if he typed words in, he'd be able to generate images of pretty photorealistic exact stuff of it. It blew his mind. He did a table full of dogs playing poker. Very original body, very original. Worked perfectly. He was so excited, he was was going to type some more words and he typed in pumpkin carving and jeffrey epstein and lo and behold this thing carved a perfect pumpkin with jeffrey epstein being hung by hillary clinton in a jail cell it even inscribed he did not kill himself and then he was murdered So he couldn't release all the names of the elite pedophiles that still stalk and roam through society. Like vermin, gross, disgusting, filthy motherfuckers, disgusting stuff. Probably Bill Gates was on that list and probably Bill Clinton was too. And who knows what other fucking Bills were on this goddamn list. Anyway, he called his girlfriend, excited, and let her know what was going on. She picked up, and all he heard was a grunting noise and screams, and then it hung up. It was very disturbing. So Bobby, being the brilliant computer-building elite chad gamer that he was, slapped up a search for... His girlfriend's name and her exact coordinates on planet Earth and latitude and longitude preciseness and and put in other words like photorealism and brought up some pictures. Oh my god, the machine was able to duplicate her likeness perfectly. It looked like she was in her bathroom, it looked just like her bathroom. Did the algorithms have this kind of of uh fucking privacy intrusion shit? were they looking in our phones? How is it doing it? He didn't know but but he saw his girlfriend and he was he was worried about her. She looked scared so he so he updated the time on the on the Dale two image creation service mixed in with the dream aggregator freshly developed by some fresh young brains that live in a fucking jar somewhere in some fucking school or some shit i don't fucking know where and running on some college university things sucking up data and pimping it off like like it's fucking theirs and even though they're just stealing at a crazy quantity anyway that's culture for you uh yeah, the um, uh, then he searched again for his for his girlfriend, and, and it looked like she was running through the house. He was so worried. He called her back, and and nothing picked up, nothing at all. He, he was so worried about her. So he he did a couple more searches for for Steve from Blue's Clues, naked, but it it wouldn't it wouldn't create these images for him because. These nerds are obviously prudes and you can't, you can't steal naked bodies from, from the internet. So he went back to looking for his girlfriend and, and oh my God, something was chasing her through the house. He kept searching for the time and the date and the location and her name. He was able to follow her through the house. This was uncanny. It was, this was mind boggling. This was, was this. He should document this, but he had no time. He kept searching. He was able to see something chasing her, but it was blurry. He said ultra clear in the search terms, and it still, whenever he searched, the, the creature chasing her was blurry. He couldn't focus on it. He even started to, say, focus on the creature and enhance and zoom, and, and it couldn't do it. It kept being blurry, and then and then the power in his house went out. Then he heard a banging on his front door. Oh, God, no!
2: Welcome back to Nick the Rat Radio. That song was uh, what well, was that was a uh, Estival by Mano Violone Violone Violone. That's Man Violone Estival by Man Violone. Oh boy, that's a that's a fun name there. Hold on one second.
4: Ah. Uh, ah. Uh.
2: Uh oh. where's uh there we go hi we're gonna open some mail we've got mail let's open these up p.o box nick the rat nick radio nick whatever you want to send it as send it here uh to p.o box 90549 brooklyn new york 11209 let's open this letter 42 cents. <coughs> Answer to everything, charge back from Sir Mike Roch, PhD. Thank you so much, doctor. Uh, we have one more. This one I'm going to try to do the ASMR rip on there. That was, that was a pretty clean one. Let's try this side. Now the part that I always fuck up on. Maybe if I give it a bend or two first. Do a bend. Then a bend. Leave us the fuck alone. Here we go. Not bad. Not bad. I didn't destroy the check. No wonder checks are still so popular. It gives you something to do. I set this check free. Uh, $5. Thank you for your show, Sir Cross Stitch. Thank you so much, Sir Cross Stitch. Opening up. Your checks are the best. And then the $5 on top. Makes it even cooler. You could also donate by going to nicktherat.com and clicking donate. Uh, there's a, a subscription for $420 a month, or you could donate whatever amount you like. Um, I'll say your initials on the air and any notes that you add. Uh, and I, I try not to dox people. So if if you don't want me to say your your initials even, then put that in the note, I guess. Uh, Let's see if anybody has donated this week. Um, It looks like we have maybe one donation. Let's see what we got here. Uh, PLLC with 1414. Thank you so much, PLLC, for your donation and your continued support. You've been around a long time. Uh, and I guess the final way that you could uh, donate is via twitch if you have Amazon prime or you just have some whatever I have no idea you go there and uh, yeah um what's that diane oh it looks like we have to play some advertisements yeah we got some we have a little bit of time to play some ads here um which one should would we uh who paid us? All right, we can play that one. All right, yeah. They gave us yeah. They gave us 3 million last month in ad revenue. Yeah. Okay, Diane. Okay, yeah, yeah, play it, play it.
5: I love my garden, but I hate weeds. Even poisoning is too good for them. It leaves the roots and they sometimes resurrect themselves. What you need is something far more sinister. Zero weed killer. It actually cuts off the weeds' food supply. And two weeks later, they starve to death. Roots and all. It's like tying their ravenous little roots into knots. Thank you, Zero.
6: The fear hits,
3: you can't stop it, the feeling inside, it starts to twist, it gets so tight in a knot, it won't let go, it will continue to coil up, sinking its teeth in, you'll want to scream, but you won't be able to, the fear pressed all the air out of your lungs, now you're gasping for air. You are dying. What will you do? Dark Sewer
6: Network Teddy Bears, hug the fear away. Order yours today, 917 719 For every teddy bear bought, the Dark Sewer Network will donate a dollar for children in foreign sewers.
2: Hello? Hello, Caller, is that you? Caller! Caller! The yeah, the, phone line's, the phone line's open, Caller. Yeah.
7: One dark day in the middle of the night, two dead boys got up to fight. Back to back, they faced each other, drew their swords, and shot one another. The death policemen heard the noise, came and killed the two dead boys. If you do not believe my lie is true... Asked the blind man. He saw it too.
2: Well, that was fucking horrifying. I'm going to find this blind guy and I'm going to ask him. Do I look like Leon the professional right now? Going, any, um, we, let's let's talk about some news here. Hold on one second. Um, that first story that we were listening to <laughs> got me thinking about um artificial intelligence and stuff. I, I seen recently you could do text to three D models. You could you could write a sentence and and a, a three an anime I think it even animates too. I'm not hundred percent sure if it animates too. Uh but it'll make a three D model. This this it's happening now. This this is exploding very quickly into a very strange area because um it's it's not really important, but it's it is art and it is pretty good and it's really fast and it lets uh, it lets people do um, amazing things. Hel- Hello, caller.
8: Mm. Hello. Hello, Nick Rad.
2: Uh, can you turn your radio down a little bit? It sounds like you're um, you're maybe in a bathroom or something.
8: Sorry, you want me to turn it up?
2: If you want, is that better. I-, I like to get turned up.
8: I'm down. Me too. When's the last time you got turned, Nick the Rat?
2: Oh, man. I turned over last night while I was sleeping.
8: Oh, hell yeah, dude. That's dope. Fuck yeah. You know what's weird?
2: When's the last time you ever fell out of your bed?
8: Have you ever fell out of a bed? I have, and I got staples for it one time.
2: You got staples?
8: Yeah, I was on a tour bus, and the driver of the bus Took a turn real hard and it rolled me out of my bunk. And I fell about six feet and cracked my head. And that's not falling out the of table. bed. That's
2: getting thrown out of bed. <laughs>
8: that's <laughs> I fucked mean, up. Kind of one the same. Did I've you? done it with bunk beds before too. Rolled uh rolled off of the bed in the middle of the night. I've done that at least twice.
2: You fell out of a bunk bed too? Wow. Yeah. How are you? I would I stay away from in. high beds.
8: I love getting high. In bed? <clears throat> in I'm, bed. I'm pretty high right now. No doubt.
2: I'm, I'm yeah, turnt, that, uh, as they say. Turnt. Getting high off
8: all that fresh October air.
2: Pretty good. Well, it's been just raining out over here. It's uh, very moist out. Oh. It's got cold. Cold and moist. It's like the uh, corpse, and moist. the corpse that I've been sleeping with. corpse! I was
8: going to say the same thing, dude. We're brainwaving tonight. It's the spooky season. <laughs> How about babe? you? How about you, me? Head down to the local graveyard. Just a couple of dudes with shovels. Ain't no big thing.
2: A caller, do you have a scary story I- for us?
8: Now that you put me on the spot, I don't. Uh, I, you know, there was one time. I don't know how scary this is for anybody that wasn't there, but uh, I was. his was in Greensboro at the time, so I probably, you know, however, however old you are in the sixth grade, right? Uh, that's all. How old I was at the time and twenty nine. Uh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm a super duper super duper uber uh, super senior
2: <laughs> well no because you're a teacher right you're talking about being a teacher you have to be at least uh, you
8: have
2: to be at least 29 to be a teacher right?
8: Yes, I think that's a scientific scientific fact.
2: Is there ever a uh, case when when the teacher is younger than the student like can there be like an 18 year old teacher like in college? Can there be an 18-year-old Amen. college professor, or is that, is that like, a, impossible?
8: Anybody can be a teacher if you just open yourself up to them.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. I interrupted your story. Though.
8: So you were, was, you were young. Fuck. 11, 10, whatever. And uh, I was very incredibly sick at uh, one point during the year, and I had a super hardcore fever. Oh and I couldn't God. sleep, and I uh, ended up getting out of bed, and uh, I went to go get some water, and I um, – well, we had a big sliding glass door at the time, and I'm walking back to the room, my room, and I look outside. The blinds are open, and I uh, I see a gentleman standing there, and like I – Like what, a cane knew- and a hat
2: and a mustache? Like a proper gentleman?
8: It, realistically, it was a silhouette more than anything. A shadow person.
4: <laughs> and
8: right. uh, I just, I, I sat there fucking frozen staring at this motherfucker for what felt like 15 minutes. Just deadlocked on him. And uh, I had ended up repositioning and just I slowly watched this individual morph back to the shapes of the underside of the leaves. But, um, I don't know, man. Fairly certain that, uh, that was no ordinary grouping of leaves. Hallucinations are not.
2: Did you go outside
8: like and like
2: stick your dick in it or anything? I should have. <laughs> If you're if you're gonna have with contact person, with a ghost, why not have the first interaction be uh, a sexual one?
8: I think that should be reserved for Dan Aykroyd. I think he should have the honors.
2: That's true, I guess. But he taught he taught us a good lesson: no harm, no foul.
8: Thanks. I like that. Uh, I like that crystal skull vodka that he does it's, it's pretty good i uh, I'm a big old sucker for Herkimer diamonds which they I guess they use as part of the distillation process for the for the vodka It's pretty tasty though all things considered
2: I just feel bad throwing the bottle away that's that's the like the strange part with uh products that have really good packaging it's like you don't want to throw it away like, no, I finished I mean, this this skull.
8: I don't want to throw it away. Use it it for your own uh, tinctures. You know, go um, harvest some dandelions, like a 180-proof spirit of some kind. Just soak that shit, dude. Helps with uh, indigestion and whatnot.
2: I like to fill them up with blood for my rituals. Yeah. Fuck yes.
8: I love it. This
2: is the way. You you ever do a blood (laughs) ritual?
8: Uh, no, but I did do a ritual on, uh, Dealey Plaza one time under a full moon. The Dealey Plaza? Dealey Plaza. The Dealey Plaza? What is that? Yeah, like Kennedy's shattered head hits concrete. Ride, Jackie, ride. The, where, uh, JFK fucking, uh, died for his country.
2: You did a, you try to bring him back to life?
8: No. No, I wasn't trying to do anything like that. Uh, tell you the truth, I actually, if I go looking, uh, maybe not tonight, it make a whole lot of noise, but I have it written down somewhere. It's probably in that same book we were uh, talking about last week where I got this uh, page detailing an angelic encounter. Um, but yeah, I fucking took all my, Is it- my little altar cloth and some rocks out there and had a little candle going. Who wrote the right the, the, and...
2: the Angelica Encounter book?
8: Uh, no, 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 no. Um, what I meant was, like, I've got... It's just a big, like, leather-toned book.
2: Was it written um, by Dan Aykroyd?
8: <laughs> could have been. No. No, it was just... Uh, it's, it's merely just one sheet of paper... Talking about this uh hearing the angelic laugh. That's not
2: much of a um, book. In a hotel.
8: I know. It's More, a page. It's like a scroll a I'm you saying roll, you roll it up. I'm saying that this book I'm saying that this book that I have has a bunch of shit like that in there and that's where I wrote down whatever the ritual, whatever the name of the ritual was. I'm just saying it's just a collection of weird shit. That's all I'm saying. How much weird shit do you have? In that same box, uh, I got a voodoo doll wrapped up by a witch that I ran into in South Dakota. A South
2: Dakota witch gave you a voodoo doll?
8: Yeah. No, I bought the, the voodoo doll at a antique store in South Dakota. And I showed it to her. She's like, what the fuck did you do? And she got all freaked out and wrapped it up.
2: Hold on one second. There's... Hello?
9: Hey, can I ask you a question real quick? Sure. Hey, what's your favorite condiment? Out of anything, I know it's kind of weird, but what's your favorite condiment? Um, Magnum?
7: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can see. What's your favorite uh, dipping sauce?
2: Mayonnaise?
7: Okay, understood. Understood. Thank you, sir. Have a wonderful night. I love you. Bye.
2: Bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs> uh, a political survey? I think you just got hacked. Oh fuck! They burn the sewer down? <laughs> They're in here. They're in the walls. Caller, have you ever seen a ghost?
8: Not, uh, no, not like, um, any traditional, I guess, like, like, uh, ghostly specter, ghostly figure. It's mostly just been shadow people and, uh, uh, you ever get the sensation someone's walking up on you?
2: Yeah. Like right now I just got it.
8: As soon as you said that, that shit happened. Yeah, that shit has always happened. Always. Do
2: um. you ever you ever get the Do you ever get the sensation that um, somebody was about to hang up on you? <laughs> Caller. Caller, it's midnight in the sewer, caller. Fuck. I lost him. Well, we're a day closer to Halloween now, at least on the East Coast. Cheers to that. I'm out of water. I gotta refill my water. Starting to feel like I'm stuck to my chair. I feel like I'm talking strange, too. But I think that's a... Typical, you know? We're all stuck to our chairs. Less up to gravity. And everything we say is always going to be weird. My meat's flapping and w- w- fucking words are coming out. What the hell is going on with that? It's strange, all right? Um, maybe we should take a musical interludical break. We're going to take an interludical musical break and we're going to be right back so I could fill up my cup of uh, nothing. Right now it's nothing in here and I'm going to... Get more water. And 130 days till Super Bowl 57. Are the Giants playing football still? Or are they midgets now? Do they shrink? Is is giant uh, a bad term? Is like midgets a bad one, so would giant be a bad one too? Like if there's a, uh, a vertically enhanced individual and you call them a giant... Would they be uh, upset? Let's uh, let's listen to a quick song. We'll be right back. The phone lines are are open. You could call in, and uh, if you got a, a scary story, that'd be great. If not, that's cool. Uh, if you got some medieval music, that's cool. If you got some modern day metal music, that's cool. If you mix them together and you get medieval metal music by Alexander Nakarata, that's cool too. Back to the pumpkin patch, uh, where everything's fun, and we make sure to shave the sn- The phone lines are open. We're doing scary stories tonight. Uh, if you want to call in with one, that's cool. If you don't want to call in with one, that's cool. Um, that last that last song was pretty fun. I like I like the mix of old and new. Surprise! That doesn't happen more. Uh, more blending of styles. It's uh. Uh, uh. uh hold on a second here. Oh yeah. So these these um, these 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 technologies that let like, you just type in a couple of words. It's like spell check has completely changed society for most people. Most people they write like a like a monkey hitting a keyboard. Like, just throwing shit at the wall, see what sticks and and actual words come out and there'll be lines under it to make sure it'll tell you if it's a sentence or not. It'll be like, it's, it's kind of like there's a, a it's, it's kind of like tapping into the zeitgeist. It's the, the, the words that do exist be, and this, the, and the computer uh, pushes it there. And it's like, this is, these are the words that you're trying to say. This is what this is what we have, and this is the proper way to do it. And uh, it does it w- with words, and it pretty much probably changed uh, a lot of people's r- resumes for one, um, maybe made their life a little bit. But um, these these things um, uh, they happen, you know. Words, and then the computers. But now you type in words and you get pictures, and and you could type in words and get 3D objects. Uh, and soon you'll be able to type in a word and it'll print out. It's almost like the replicator. Uh, it's it's also just big old theft and stealing. But it is sort of the ghost in the machine. It's kind of like a, a soulless ghost. It's uh, data data that's coming uh, data that's coming back back from the dead data you know there's data there is out there you can find websites from people 30 years ago 20 years ago that they forgot existed that'll be there almost forever and there's a lot of a lot of shit and uh, now we got these we can search through it really quick and steal it's like a remix on on the internet. It's like uh, the internet remixed. It's a whole nother reality. But it's it's a little bit weird because there is no soul to it. Is it a hole? Is it like a soul hole? Hello
7: caller, how are you? I'm I'm doing pretty good, Nick. How are you doing, man I'm um, I'm okay. Yeah. 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 Life in the pump pumpkin patch treating you well.
2: Uh, my butt hurts, but um. Well,
7: you know, you, you probably shouldn't have so much gay sex. Uh, caller, yeah. how are you doing? Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. I had a I had a bit of a, a scary story. Um, well, I I don't it's. It's scary. Well, it it, it was just weird. It, it's more of a weird story than scary. We'll take a weird story. It might be scary. Well, um, I was scared initially. That's that's for sure. Uh, uh, you know, I work late hours sometimes, Nick. I'm sure you know what it's like putting a long day in at the sewer and, you know, getting done late, you know. I got done one night. It was probably around 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning. And, uh, I was uh, in Philadelphia. Uh, I was going up Front Street to Girard Avenue. and uh, You might not be familiar with that, but there's uh, two trolleys. One that runs east and west there, and one that runs south down Front Street. And uh, At that time, they were doing a bit of construction there, so the trolley tracks were raised up. In, in the street, causing a bit of a road hazard and a bit of a bump. You ever see anything like that where they're working on on the streets, Nick?
4: I can
2: imagine it. I can imagine it. there's uh, some trolley tracks uh, around my area, and if they're working on the road and they just came up, that's uh, that would be a very yeah, dangerous situation. That's uh yeah.
7: It's where where they take the macadam out sometimes, and and, and uh, you know they'll put down some stuff, and it causes a bit of a b- bump up, you know. Like they'll put a steel plate in or, or something when they take the macadam out, you know, for a little bit before they can put it back in. And it was, it was at a time just like that where they were working on the road. It was very late at night. The first thing that scared me is I, I was heading north on Front Street in Philadelphia, coming like a freight train, much faster than any trolley straight south on, on front street was a big black truck, man. When it got in the middle of that intersection, it, it hit them tracks. It popped up in the air and I thought for sure it was going to land on me, but it, it kept going straight, but in the back of the bed, it had a, a, a box it popped up, uh, landed down hard in the bed. And then the lid came off of it, and another box, but this time was a cardboard box, popped out of it and fell down on the road beside me. And it just, that, that truck hadn't been doing 70, 80 miles an hour. You know, it was going entirely too fast to be in neighborhood streets. So, uh, so you did know, you take I the box? What
2: was now.
4: in
7: the box? What was in the box? I. I, I man. I, I, well, I grabbed the box, Nick. And I, the first thing I noticed, it, it was cold. The, the a cardboard box was cold to the touch. I, I read the sign of it, and it said dry ice. And, and I looked inside of it. And there was a human toe, a big toe on dry ice in the box.
2: And this flew out this of a is... truck and out of a box and out of a box
7: to your feet? Yeah. So there was a box in the back of the truck that should have probably been bolted down, but they were driving so fast that, you know, it, it, it flew up there and then it, 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 it kind of had them top entry doors on it, you know, like, like a toolbox, but it, it was more of like a Rubbermaid type thing, huh. you know? And, uh, it, it, I was just amazed. Uh, I, I, you know, at first I thought it might be something good, like they just robbed a bank and something came out of a safe, or you know, or something. And I, but man, there was just a a a big a, a big toe. Did it have nail polish? No, I, I think it could have been probably a man's toe. It was a big toe, like you traditionally call your your big toe, your big toe. But this was a big, big toe. Huh.
4: You know, Did it have, like,
2: a toe tag yeah.
7: on it? There was no toe, no toe tag, tag on it. No tags? No, it, it was actually, it, it was cold in the box, but it was, the flesh was still flyable, and th- there was a bit of frozen blood on it, but it was still fresh. It wasn't, like, black and gummy or brown or anything like that. It, it was It was pretty red, man. Was, do you still have it, it in your freezer? Red.
2: Do you still have the, do you still have the toe?
7: No, no. I I just called a tow truck and they came right along and
2: picked <laughs> it up. Truck. <laughs> Call you had me. You had me this whole time.
7: <laughs> a tow truck. Yeah. yeah. Happy, happy Halloween,
2: so, Diane. Hang up on this guy. <laughs> this, love, we we want. We want scary stories. I don't wanna get um I don't wanna get dragged along your your shaggy dog story into a gag. I'm not your, your lol cow. I'm not here for that. I'm a an absolute I'm an absolute Chad, okay? Jeez, shaggy toe story. <laughs> it's kinda of gross. what's next after NASA's asteroid crash test I want to hear I want to hear a clip of this uh, I, I was wanting to listen to this but I didn't listen to it it's a, it's a couple it's a, it might be a little long but I might fast forward I just want to hear what they have to say here uh,
10: sorry NASA is- successfully crushed a spacecraft into a small asteroid to test the possibility of changing its course a video from the spacecraft shows its approach to the asteroid and cuts off at impact. The mission is called Double Asteroid Redirection Test, DART for short, because the asteroid is part of a binary system. The test took place about 6.8 million miles away from Earth, cost 300 million dollars, and took seven years to pull off. So far, it looks like the test was a success. Images captured by DART's Italian companion satellite LICIACube, Coupe show a more close-up view of the moment of impact. The James Webb Space Telescope as well as Hubble have captured the impact and it could also been seen from ground telescopes. After examining the images, scientists estimate that DART left an impact crater about 33 to 65 feet in size. But what are the future plans? Next up is that the European Space Agency will conduct a detailed survey of the asteroid. Their mission is called HERA. Its launch is planned for 2024 and it'll arrive at its destination about two years later. They want to know exactly how the asteroid orbit changed after the impact and what the crater looks like. But all this is only goal 3 of 5 in a plan that NASA put out in 2018. Goal 1 is to improve the detection of near-Earth objects so we know what's out there. Goal 2 is to improve the modeling of those objects so we know better where they're going. Goal 3 is what just happened, a crash test with an asteroid. Goal 4 is to increase international cooperation. That doesn't just include cooperation in the scientific community for better observation or tracking, but also the required technological and political infrastructure for a rapid response should it become necessary. Goal 5 is to get organized about the whole thing, to develop a decision plan under which circumstances who's to do what, and regular reevaluations and drills. Crash all
2: right other oh, slides there's slides wait she still has got to say something else about it i just want to hear the, the rest.
10: Sending a spacecraft into an asteroid is arguably the most exciting part of the plan but the most exciting part isn't always the most important one i'm happy that for once it looks like at least someone has a plan for something <phone rings> mr president yes the collision with Andromeda will happen in four billion years. Sure, we can move this to a Thursday.
2: Sorry, sorry. I don't know why I'm uh, listening to this. I'm definitely stoned right now, so I'm, uh, I'm just putting anything on now. Uh, by the way, people, I think uh, I think we got some more voicemail here. Are these voicemails? Nine one seven seven one nine five nine two three. Wait, no, that's not a voicemail. We're gonna. We're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna to listen to some music. We're gonna come back. We're gonna have some more scary stories. We're gonna have a good time. It's gonna be a fun time. It's gonna be, um, uh, yeah. It's October, people. And they'll loosen up. It's it's a really good time to um, uh, shake things off because it's life. Life's a lot of life's a lot of bullshit. There's a lot of problems that is just completely ignored by society. And uh, sometimes you need to let loose, and and Halloween in October is a good time to do that. Just make sure you're not too creepy about it, because some people, when they let loose, they uh, start with their belt. That would be uh, bad. That would make you a creep. And uh, then Captain Flawless might make a song about it.
11: in terms of the, the generally accepted calendar, which happens to be a Christian calendar, which is kind of odd since this is not a Christian country. Uh,
12: well, let, let's go into that. I, you've mentioned this before, and I'm fascinated by, uh, by your theory. Uh, it, it makes more sense than any other political theory I've heard ever. Uh, let's go into this a little. What, what do you mean, sir, that this is not a Christian country?
11: Well, for instance, the uh, Constitution never mentions God or Jesus or the Christian religion. It grants absolute freedom for anybody to pick whatever religion they want.
12: Mentions nature and nature's God.
11: That's in the but, Declaration of Independence. Oh, okay, all right. And nature's God was a term used by the philosophers of the 18th century mm-hmm. to signify an abstract deity can, uh, who created the world but has nothing in common with the Christian God, the Jewish God, the Muslim God, the Hindu gods, or any other religious figure. This was a philosophical concept that Jefferson invoked, not a deity that people tried to bribe, and get favors from. Mm -hmm. The deists who were the dominant party behind our constitution, the deists believed there was a God, but God did not do favors and could not be bribed, (laughs) which knocks the bottom out of all organized religion. Because all organized religion consists of techniques of how to bribe, cajole, or otherwise get favors out of the deity.
12: Sounds like uh, Jim Morrison's line: "You cannot petition the Lord with a prayer." So. Well, that's
11: that's what uh, that's exactly what all the founding uh, fathers thought. Um, I forgot what I was going to add, Todd, so ask another question.
12: Oh, I'm sorry. I should, uh, shouldn't have interrupted you. Uh, this is not a Christian country, and I know you had more... Uh oh, George Washington,
11: for instance, never used the word God in any of his public uh, speeches or any of his private writings. He did use the word providence, which is a concept that deists share with uh, the Orthodox. But when Washington used the word providence, if he had to use a pronoun afterwards, he always varied between he, she, and it. just to show that he didn't believe in any anthropomorphic. The idea of a god with a penis has always seemed hilarious to me. (laughs) And now that the feminists are offering us a god with a vagina, that seems equally ridiculous. I'm more inclined to the it school of thought. Any cosmic mind has got to be an it. I can't imagine it being a sexual creature. Well, if God is sexual, what kind of sex life does God have?
12: Pretty barren, I would imagine, if there's no goddess around to take care of him. Uh, now, uh, let's backtrack for just a second. If this is not a Christian country, we can kind of indicate that the founders of the country were all Masons. So is this most more a Masonic country? Ca- most uh, of them were Masons,
11: yeah. Well, the Constitution has a lot in common with the rules of a Masonic Lodge, actually.
12: And doesn't that get right, right back to the conspiracy theory of a secret well, a lot society? Of right, you know? A lot of
11: right-wingers think we have been run by a Masonic conspiracy. Uh, one of the theories I trace through this whole book and has many variations. The theory that the French Revolution was a Masonic conspiracy, Mm -hmm. uh, there are various Masonic lodges that are blamed by different conspiracy theorists. Some think it's Masonry in general. Some think it's just the Grand Orient Lodge of Egyptian Freemasonry some want to blame the grand orange lodge of ireland <laughs> it depends on where you look at where, what part of the political spectrum you're looking from which which masons you're most afraid of i got a lot of friends who are masons so i'm not afraid of any of them
12: <laughs> well you don't seem to be afraid of much of anything for a person who's an expert in conspiracies you're probably the least paranoid person i've ever met you uh you have the, all the data but none of the fear that uh, Uh, most everybody else who's involved in conspiracy theories. Well,
11: my belief is I don't believe in one big conspiracy that runs everything. That, that, uh, That seems absurd to me. It'd be a
5: shame if these pictures were to find their way into my quarterly magazine, Diamond Thieves Quarterly.
12: My parents read that magazine!
5: Everyone reads that magazine. It's super crazy sexy.
12: By the mid-19th century, America was primed for a much
11: darker holiday. Having endured four long years of civil war that ended in
5: 1865 with over a half million dead.
6: There were so many unclaimed, unknown, dead bodies that the Civil War left behind, that this country was obsessed with death. And mostly it was that so many of these soldiers died unknown. We don't know what happened to them. So there was a huge sense of they could come back. Maybe they're not dead. It makes perfect sense that people would tell more ghost stories.
5: I mean, I did a fast for like four days, and then I was at the Best Buy, and I remember this Vietnamese guy was trying to help me out, and I couldn't even hear him. I was so hungry. (laughs) And I I couldn't.
8: You did a fast for four days? Oh, dude, yeah. What were you trying to prove?
5: I don't know, man. I was probably just dealing with some stuff, and I was just trying to find a different way to handle it, you know? And then I remember this Vietnamese guy, and I remember thinking, if everybody turned the other way for a second, I could eat this young fella. You know, Ben. (laughs) His name was Ben, actually. Over there in Westwood. Um... (laughs) But I, and never oh my thought,
9: God, It's so ridiculous.
5: But, well, I mean,
8: but here's the thing. I'd never thought that before. So you only thought you got to the
9: verge of cannibalism after
8: just four days.
10: The James Webb Space Telescope is astrophysicist's shiny new toy, and it's already delivered lots of wonderful images, though you could get those by asking an artificial intelligence to generate a few. Here's what Dell E came up with. I think that's not bad, seeing that it cost me about zero dollars and took just a minute. But of course the point of the Webb telescope isn't the images, it's the data. Scientists hope to learn more about exoplanets, about how planets are born, and about the earliest stars and galaxies. They've been busy analyzing the Webb data ever since it became first available in July. And pretty much as soon as they'd begun, an article was widely shared on social media that claimed the Webb telescope had shown that the Big Bang didn't happen. The Webb telescope hasn't shown any such thing because it can't. Mm. It can't see early stars and galaxies, but those were formed hundreds of millions of years after the Big Bang if that happened. It's a great telescope and all, but it's not telling us anything about how the universe was created. Then, just last week, Nature magazine ran a headline saying that astronomers are in a bit of a panic over the new data. That sounds really exciting, but when I read the article, it turned out to be a bit of a letdown. The issue is that several groups analyzed the early data from the Webb telescope pretty much as soon as it came out, but that analysis might be incorrect, in particular the age that they have estimated for some galaxies. That's because scientific instruments don't deliver graphs and tables on a silver plate. They spit out instrument readings in a big bulk of numbers. Scientists first have to figure out how to extract the scientific information from those numbers. For this, the Webb telescope has to be calibrated, which means it has to observe some stars that have previously been measured. All this takes time, and it's completely normal that the early analysis has to be revised later. So don't panic, it's all business as usual. Yes.
5: How come none of my friends ever have a dungeon? Instead, they all just have rape dungeons. (laughs) $200.
7: Two hundred dollars. I'm
4: a housewife.
5: Whatever. Oh, very good. Okay, back to the matter of money. Cliff, your turn. Vincent, price to block. Vinny, our research shows that about one out of every ten people do something with their blankets at night that is actually unhealthy. Unhealthy? What? They sneeze in them. <laughs> it's true, you know. No, they they uh, cover their heads with them. I agree. Sure, they sleep with their heads under them, yeah. which cuts down on their oxygen supply. Hey, right. Vincent, proud of you. You got the X, and now Mary, your turn.
8: That rumor were that that you had a male appendage, that you were a hermaphrodite, and you t- you joked about it on the stage last night.
10: Maybe I do.
11: <laughs> but
10: but it's interesting. Will it be so terrible?
8: But it's interesting. A lot of artists would immediately put out some sort of a statement saying this is absolutely not true. You have fun with it.
1: Why the hell am I going to waste my time and give a press release about whether or not I have a penis? My fans don't care,
10: and neither do I
9: nope i'm not just using random angles to make it all work and here's a few examples as to why 30 degrees is significant not only is 30 degrees one of the fundamental foundations to the very basics of geometry but also with how we divide up time here I have the Seat of Life that also creates the Star of David that divides this circle up into 12 equal sections, kind of like the face of a clock. Hmm. This is also how they divide up the zodiac, but the angle in between each hour equals 30 degrees. Also, the northern wall of the Great Pyramid sits at 30 degrees from the equator of the planet, and if we were to draw a line around the planet at this 30 degrees, We would then find the great circle of ancient sites that wraps around the planet at a 30 degree angle from the equator. If we were to take the face of this clock and expand it so it's two meters in diameter, the length of the arc of one hour then equals an Egyptian royal cubit that when applied to a pendulum also gives us one second of time with each swing.
13: The worst thing about having a little girl is all the women folks show up. You know, all the house I got like, eight hens show up after the birth. Muck 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 muck
4: muck 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 muck.
13: Grandma shows
5: up. That bitch, I hate her.
12: To find a way to cope with the prospect of death and their feelings about it. Uh, frankly, don't you find that part of your practice sort of depressing? No, I don't, because uh, of
1: several things that uh, I think some of of which you've already alluded to, the whole question. First of all, I just want to say that the the title of this book, the subtitle, is Overcoming the Terror of Death, and and that's very deliberately chosen. I I didn't say Overcoming the Anxiety of Death, because that's what my publishers wanted, because that would appeal to everybody. Um, But but I'm I'm really speaking of... uh, uh, work with patients who've instructed this book um, in, in terms of the the uh, fear of death becoming to overwhelm them becoming to uh, permeate uh, all of their life to, uh, stripping away the pleasure uh, breaking through into nightmares Enjoy uh, things because immediately they think this will all turn to dust this will turn to ashes so uh, I'm, I'm, I, I think that the actual anxiety, about about dying is is hardwired into us. I don't think we can eradicate it.
0: His starting point is this. If what we find at the summit is the only thing that is universally guaranteed a priori from which all else is surveyed, then it must be the highest good. It must be the only thing we can absolutely depend on, rely on. It's what he calls an end in itself. Kant wants to unleash the reason that we have within us. He said famously in his essay What is Enlightenment that enlightenment was man's emergence from self-incurred immaturity. That immaturity was not using the reason that we are endowed with. And just as Kant wants to find pure reason, stripped of any experiential content, something that 's ours to rely on, he wants to find a moral code that's pure too and you're you're from Canada yeah one of the the
14: the biggest um, phenomenon of the last couple of years has been Jordan Peterson, yeah what have you made of of him, his rise and what it says about the culture, that people are so thirsting for what he's talking about? Peterson,
13: first of all, is very bright, extraordinarily articulate, and in some ways a compelling speaker. So he's, a, he's an attractive figure in some ways. When I read him, I sense a lot of suppressed rage in him. I, in fact, I think his voice is choking with rage a lot of the time. It's interesting because he talks about rage, that you have to deal with it. I don't think he understands understand just how angry he is. And, his, and, and, and if you look at his websites, the comments are full of rage by his young acolytes. Now that's an energetic thing. That, that it's his energy that draws people as much as what he actually teaches. Secondly, he teaches repression. I mean, he, he very rightly takes an issue where somebody mandates a certain kind of language and he, very rightly and righteously, since the Bible will not be dictated to about what language I'm going to use. Well, good for him. I'm all in favor of not mandating language, on the one hand. On the other hand, he basically advocates repression. In his book he talks about how an angry two-year-old child needs to be sit by themselves until they get over it. Rather than understanding why a child would be angry at age two, what frustrations they're having and what human contact they need to help them move through that anger he says repress the anger so he's all about repressed anger as far as anger. So. a cup of tea
4: a cookie and you it's a special brew of my own I think you'll like it come on, come on drink it, drink it
7: Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I, I forgot. I'll, uh, I'll have to take <laughs> off me mask first. Mask?
8: There. That's
7: better.
4: A rabbit? Yeah. Ow. Couldn't tell, could you? Uh-huh. <sighs> you know, my delicate inner sense of danger warns me that there's something faintly unhealthy in the atmosphere of this cottage. <laughs>
9: Your opinion, is the amount of magic, mystery, and wonder left in the world rapidly diminishing? Is there any left at all?
14: (laughs) Which reminds me of of one of those beautiful poems by someone like G.K. Chesterton, which begins, Romance is Dead, um, and was all about how it wasn't. I, I think everybody who arrives in the world Um, gets to see it for the first time and gets to see it and imbue it with magic. I think it's our job as writers um, to make it perhaps a little bit more magical but only by taking the things that people would see usually and perhaps um, not look at and not examine and not think about and just make them look at it a little bit more. I loved when I wrote Neverwhere the idea that people would go to (laughs) people would would go to London and just be on the underground going somewhere and they'd see Earl's Court or Knightsbridge or whatever and get a little frisson of magic. Just go, yes, that's, oh my god, there's that place in that book and this thing happened and it would just be a little bit more cool and magical.
9: Let me tell you something that happened to me a few days ago, which I think telling I think we're both saying the same thing which is that I was on an airplane very early in the morning, the kind of airplane where it's very dark and everyone's going to go right to sleep and the man next to me said can I have your blanket? and I said sure, and he took his own blanket and my blanket and he put them both over his head like a ghost costume (laughs) (laughs) yep
0: Price, please.
5: Someone is performing acupuncture on you. Now, first he or she inserts the needle into your skin. What happens next? Well, Peter, you see, somewhere in this great big wonderful world there's a little doll that's going to drop
4: dead. <laughs> <laughs>
5: is performing <laughs> acupuncture on you first he or she inserts the needle into your skin what happens next well you see peter somewhere in the <laughs> uh, what happens next yeah well then they try another place oh then they put another needle in yeah <laughs> i disagree no they turn the needle oh. you've done that many a time vincent with an X. betsy
8: glenn ford
5: glenn to block diagonally
2: Dan. It's getting uh getting really cold and dark in this pumpkin patch. I don't know why I came out here. I should have stayed in the sewer. I guess it's I guess it's kinda creepy though. A lot of fucking pumpkins out here. I wonder I could probably take a couple. Diane, can we take a no we can't? Okay. Jeez. She's so strict. Um uh let's see here. I think the phone line's working. If uh if you got a scary story, don't forget you'd call in nine one seven seven one nine five nine two three and uh you could share your scary story with everybody. Or um if you want to talk about anything else. Nah we're sticking to scary stories. We can't we can't just go off uh can't go off the cuff. Can't just change the whole point of the show. It's scary stories time. I hear those crickets are really relaxing. Um hold on one second here. Uh has, has anybody noticed all these uh, cheaters getting exposed? The uh, the chess guy? There's the uh, that fishing video guy. There's somebody else too. There's a lot of these uh, a lot of these uh, cheaters getting caught recently. They're uh, getting their uh, lessons told to them. Uh, hold on a second here. Diane, what is that? The anal chess guy. There was somebody else too. Let me just put a cheater caught and do a, a news search. Let's see, let's see what we get here. I don't want to go on shopping. Uh, go on uh, news, cheater caught. The the fish guy. The fish guy's all over the place. Apparently, he won like thirty thousand dollars or some 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 stuff. Some such uh, Call of Duty people are getting caught in Call of Duty, uh, Warzone cheaters, poker cheaters. Man, people would just be cheating. Um, Adam Levine's cheating. There's um. Wait, hold on one more second here. That's not what I want to talk about. I'm really, I'm really, really high right now. Should we listen to another story? No, not yet. Can't play that yet. Okay. Uh I'm going to get a little creeped out. It's really easy to creep yourself out. You just start thinking really bad thoughts. You you go down you go down a rabbit hole of uh, really scary stuff. You get, it's like, oh man, uh, I got an itch on my foot, and and then that turns into like, oh, I'm gonna have like a heart attack and die now. Then you're up all night and you can't stop thinking about it, but. Nothing happens. It was just an itch on your foot. You could really drive yourself crazy. Uh, and soon we'll be able to represent that in 3D models that we could print out. And show everybody. I, I I need to... I got an itch on my foot. I'll be right back. Let's listen to Oriental uh, by Red Music. Really? Uh, we'll be right back.
4: Uh, we'll be
0: right back. Diane, what's this on my foot?
11: All new, The Creature Walks Among Us, more terrifying in human form, striking at the heart of the city with inhuman fury. Ah! The Creature Walks Among Us, horror unleashed by the daring of man and a dangerous experiment of science.
1: I have burned away the outer scale. There's a structure of human skin underneath it.
11: The creature walks among us. The grimmest cargo ever brought to civilization. Now a monster made even more frightful by human emotion. Boss Merle Oberon, Lex Barker in The Price of Fear. Two great thrill pictures on one program. (laughs)
13: What you are about to witness may be more than the human mind can bear. Just an ordinary jar of
5: pickles, you're thinking. But how wrong, how terribly wrong. They say the mean, tangy vinegar Haywards use drives these crisp young vegetables into a frenzy.
13: We shall see. <laughs> back,
5: back, back. Haywards,
4: the first pickles to bite back.
2: Well, folks, turns out if you're uh, barefoot in a pumpkin patch in the dirt and the mud, three days worth of rain, um, you could get a rare condition called pumpkin pox. Now, uh, I don't know how much longer I have left to live, but um. If pumpkins are the ones that take me down, that's okay. I ate a pumpkin too. I had the munchies. I just ate the entire damn thing. Uh, what's the uh, what are those last couple of songs there? There was Gnosine Number One by Pepsium. It's Oriental with red music. And that last song was Warswaza by NX. If you want to find any of this music, go to soundcloud.com slash Nick the Rat or slash Nick the Rat slash likes. I'm not too sure. But it's also on uh, Nick the under socials. You get my social security number. You get my height and weight. You know whatever you want. Soon you'll be able to buy my toes because. Apparently my feet are falling off. And during that uh, short musical break, I, was, I took some pictures of my feet and sent it to my doctor. And he said that he put it into a into a computer, and the computer made up some weird new disease and sent it back to him to tell me that I wasn't going to make it from the pumpkin pox. I like how you're thinking there, Sir the Steam Monk. Donate. Donate for a cause. I should open a, a go, go fund The scientist. We gotta fix this pumpkin pox thing. Maybe, maybe some cinnamon, pumpkin spice. Pour some pumpkin spice and cinnamon on my feet. I'm sinking into this mud fast, though. I'm probably gonna get pumpkin pox all over my whole entire body. That pumpkin looks tasty. I'm probably going to go eat that one. Uh, wait, we can't end the show yet, Diane? No, we still have... Uh, Mystery Man had two tapes, didn't he? You sent in two? All right, let's... Let's listen to this other scary story from uh, Mystery Man. That's probably another Bigfoot assault. Um, I don't know, I didn't listen to it yet. But uh, after that, we're probably going to go. So let's listen... You know, maybe I should just say goodbye to everybody now, and then we can listen to that and get on out of here. I think I'm just going to lay back in these pumpkins and go to sleep. Yeah, just leave, Diane go. I found a nice pumpkin to shaped like a pillow. I'm going to lean back on it. It's not very soft, but don't worry, Diane. The, the, mud, the mud's almost at my nose now. It's going to come into my, my lungs and stuff. But, uh, it was a really good show. I hope I'm around for the next one. Should be. Wednesday. Uh, uh, I only took off one show. And hopefully next week I'll be fine. Hopefully enough people donate so we get a cause. Uh, we get a cure for the, button the, the, the pumpkin the pumpkin pox. Oh boy. Uh, but anyway. It's gonna watch more more uh, more movies. I'm I'm in the middle of watching a movie called Moloch right now. So on Shudder I just randomly put it on. I think it's like a Polish movie or something. That's so far it's kinda cool. I watched about half of it. And then uh there was one scene that was really bad though, it was like uh, this just on. Un- Un un uh, unearned makeout scene, but uh, yeah, it looks like a fun movie. We'll watch that. And, uh, also, I'm watching uh, a horror movie with what's that? What's that boy? That boy's name? Not a boy no more. Uh yeah. Who cares? I don't. I'm gonna. I'm feeling a little sleepy. Let's listen to this tape. I'll see you guys next. See you guys next week. I hope I hope you have a good weekend. I uh, hope the rest of the week is good. I hope you have. a I hope you don't get the pumpkin pops. It's, it's, it's the October surprise. Oh fuck! Let's get out. Let's go, uh, Diane. Call an ambulance.
6: This is Mystery Man, and this next Bigfoot Assault was a story generated by A.I. Be scared. Be very scared. The computers are taking over. Soon, there'll be nothing left. 9.59 p.m. Small commotion around the base of our cabin and the thrum of our fire along with an old glimpse of blurry images and tall shadows moving in and out of view, spurred some small chills around my body. This strange activity continued for a few minutes. While we were hiding from the wild creatures behind the sofa, I heard a large crash behind me followed by a loud grunt. I jumped up to go see if I could help, but found my friends running around, and one of them just throwing up. 10.04 PM. Spooked out and convinced my friends were telling the truth and trying to scare me, We went out front to find a fresh pile of jack-o'-lantern pumpkins all over our front yard and curb. The crisp, cool air seemed to clean my head. And for a brief moment, I thought I was looking at a fucking small family of... Sorry, it doesn't say fucking, but, uh... I, you know... uh, Mr. Man's been drinking a little bit. When the computers start generating stories for me to read, you know that my time is up. Hold on here. The crisp, cool air seemed to clear my head, and for a brief moment, I thought I was looking at a small family of Bigfoot running around our yard.
4: They were very big and wide with long spindly arms and legs and their big eyes seemed
6: to gaze through the glass-like windows to the deep recesses of the deep woods behind our cabin. The things that move in the woods look different from the things we see in the light. A few more sounds behind us, and they disappeared into the shadows as the fire died down to a small crackling flame. We are all thinking of the Halloween spirit this year and how spirits or ghosts can mess with our minds. It is true that on Halloween night, The world seems to be at peace, and even ghosts and goblins and monsters seem to be nice. Ghosts are believed to be people from the dead, and we feel safe during this time. Spirits of animals are never evil. And a storm of falling leaves on the evening of Halloween can provide a great reflection of the spirits of animals around the land. It makes me wonder if the ancestors of the hairy monsters are still around. If they are the spirits of the wild monsters... Would the creatures even exist in the human world if there weren't any humans around? Sister Laura Halsall, age 33, lives in Virginia. It is her second Halloween, with chills of the fall, and Sister Mary Mary have begun to scare her. The Halloween spirit creeps in on its silent form. It can disguise itself in many forms. There is the pumpkin, the giant spider with spider web hair, the evil wizard.
4: Hold on.
6: There is the pumpkin. The giant spider with spiderweb hair, The eagle wizard that has never been identified and takes on many different forms. Spirits all powerful enough to pass through space and time. The Halloween spirit... And lives. It lives within Bigfoot. If Bigfoot ever visits the Halloween spirit, it would frighten the heck out of them. I'm scared of ghosts and spirits passing through space. is much more scary than a ghost passing through the gates of chills of the fall. 9 a.m. Trying to keep spirits from being drawn to the Halloween spirit has been hard, and they only seem to waken it. It is the way the holiday is celebrated, but on Halloween, Bigfoot does not care. He will come. He will assault me. Will you be next? Will you?
4: (laughs) Diane?
6: Destroy the computer.
5: hundred percent accuracy. Sweet Jesus.
0: At this rate, you could assimilate
1: a PhD in two days. I want to, Dr. Angelo. I want more discs. I want more
0: information on everything.
1: There's a lot to be said for slower
0: absorption. You know? what? Like reading a good book. Taking time to grapple with the thoughts and the concepts you're exposed to. It's not like memorization, Joe. Dr. Angelo, I'm not just memorizing. My, my mind
1: is blazing. It's filling with information. What I've learned in virtual reality makes books obsolete. It only makes sense. This is the technology that transformed me. Don't no,
4: kill animals. Rats have rights. Five on veggies. Rats have rights.